0: This message is from Living Rock Church, and we trust you'll be really equipped,
1: envisioned, and encouraged as you listen today.
0: I think um, the Lord has very specific intent amongst us this morning, and. um, It's interesting that one of, the, one of the songs we sang as we prayed this morning, uh, William also led us in it earlier on, a song of surrender. Yeah. And um, just to look around the room, I, I really believe this morning, if you can embrace what God has been doing and saying, I feel for some families here, for some couples here if you can bow the knee in the way the Lord has been encouraging us to, you will know great strength in what would otherwise be weakness. I thought the the, the prophetic song that came was tremendous, wasn't it? The heart of the Lord to us. And I want to pray, Lord, this morning that you will... Lord, we don't want to let this moment pass, Lord. Where you're saying to us that if we will bow the knee, if we will break open the jar, if we will surrender all to you, Lord, we'll know great power, great strength. We'll be delivered from all fear. We'll be able to sleep well. Lord, even though a storm may rage, Lord, we would sleep Lord, we would know peace, deep down peace. I believe, Lord, you want to bring every man in this church into a place of peace and fruitfulness. Every husband into a place of peaceful leadership in the home. Lord, every wife into a place of glorious liberty and freedom every child, Lord, into a place of confidence and strength and identity and success, Lord. And so, Father, as a church, we want to just open our arms to you this morning, Lord, and lift our hands to you, Lord, and say, yes, we will bow the knee to you, Lord, and we will raise up our arms, Lord, and we say, thank you, Lord, this morning. You're ministering your peace, your your strength to us. You're ministering wholeness to us, Lord. You're ministering power to us, Lord, in weakness. And we pray, Lord, that we will be a a family of families, a family of people, Lord, filled with power and success and strength, Lord, for that is clearly your intent for us. We want to be different, Lord. We want to be so marked out and set apart, Lord. We thank you. That's your desire as well. We give you praise and glory, Lord, this morning. We thank you for your goodness, Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have to have have another look at that time. Oh, it's gone backwards. That's good. Don't know how that happened. Um, there's quite a few things to just say and do this one about really in the context of what God's been saying. And um, one thing we nearly did last week but didn't was just say something about the, the Bible week and the, um, in particular the ministry of, of the word that came because um, uh, it's really important that we're all, we're all on the same page and I was thinking about this, you know, the, the Bible week for us is a, is a really significant um, time in the year. Uh, and, and for me, it's like this, you know, every, we under, I think we understand, I hope we understand, that's probably why we're here, that every believer needs to be connected and joined with other believers. Um, despite what the nonsense you hear sometimes, you just, you can't live successfully the Christian life without fellowship. And um, many, many believers struggle if they become independent or isolated or, or try and uh, be unconnected. And God, God never intends that, but neither does he intend for churches to be independent and isolated and unconnected and unjoined. And um, when, when we read the New Testament, we find that the New Testament churches were uh, joined and connected and related together... Um, through their shared relationship with the apostles. And um, we are convinced that's still the best pattern for today. Yes. That God doesn't want churches to be joined and connected through an unbiblical denomination of some sort, but through a biblical relationship with apostles. Yes. And therefore, uh, that's part of what the Bible Week is about. It's about, it's about churches that are related and joined together together. Being together, and it does us good. Uh, it's one reason why the Bible Week matters so much. Now, before I say any more, Duncan Grocott and um, uh, Hannah Rowland and Nathan Fable, if you would please join me. Each of these was uh, asked last week to share something, and we never got to it. Lynn Salter did share something, which was great. But uh, if you would, with the aid of a microphone. Um, Just share something for each of you from your perspective, um, the highlights of the Bible week. If you would do that.
2: Okay, there were three things that really stood out to me uh, for this Bible week. And all Bible weeks are good, but my sense that this Bible week was a little bit different than perhaps some of the Bible weeks that have gone before. So, three things that really um, impacted me. Firstly, there's a lot of people on camp. I think it was 11 or 1200 people, but there was a much greater sense of oneness, unity Mm. together. In fact, almost if I could use the word intimacy. Uh, That was the sense of which I got from Bible Week, and it it was a good feeling. Um, I think the second point was that um, whilst Bible Week's always been a a time where there's been prophetic word to us as a body, uh, corporately, uh, this Bible Week was marked out that there were individual prophetic words, life-changing words to each and everybody who was at Bible Week, Mm -hmm. words that will shape your life, words that will uh, give you direction, Um, And that was a tremendous um, source of strength, not just to myself, but I know for my whole family. Everybody had a a unique word. And I think the final point, or again, the point that really uh, struck me was it was a time to uh, reaffirm um, our our, our devotion to the apostles' teaching. I think it says in Acts Mm -hmm. 2 that the believers were gathered together, devoted themselves to the breaking of bread and to prayer and to the apostles' teaching. And for us and for me it was uh, an opportunity to, to reaffirm that. Great. That's that was good me. Really good. Really good. <laughs> Anna. Thank you.
3: Yeah, so it was a really good week. It was really, really good. And yeah, as Duncan said, it, it was a lot different to other Bible weeks because although other the Bible weeks, God's work and power has been shown, I feel this year it was really, really shown. Like <laughs> when And when you see how powerful God really is, it does make you want to seek more and more because so through the healings, the prophecies, and just like through fellowship and everything as well you can just really see how powerful God really is and I just want to share a few things that I got out the week um I got that God is always speaking yes. and it's really easy to come to church on a Sunday and God talks to you and then within the week you kind of shut off and you think why isn't God speaking to me but he's not the problem you're the problem <laughs> basically <laughs> god is always talking and you should always be listening um you really need to tune into that because what he has to say is really good and he has a lot to say because he's always speaking (laughs) um another thing i got from what ezekiel said um is he deserves to be praised every day um as what's been said this morning he shed his blood for us he poured out his blood for us he can move mountains like he deserves our praise. Yeah. Um, everyone we meet every yeah. single day, you should pour out your praise. You shouldn't be embarrassed because it is easy to hide away and shy away, but you shouldn't be embarrassed. You should pour out his praise because he yes. deserves it. Amen. Um, Good. And another thing I got was um, seize the day because yeah. uh, what are you are going to do between <laughs> your calling and being called home? Um, can I just share a little bit of a testimony yeah. as well? Um, my friend Lauren, my chummy over there, is um, getting baptised this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, and I'm not going to take all the credit, but... Um, <laughs> I, <Cut. laughs> I do get, em- like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, I do get embarrassed talking about my faith sometimes, but with Lauren, I really opened up to her, and I really felt like God wanted me to talk to her. So two, year- two about two years ago, I don't know, it was a while back, um, I met her through work, and she asked me about it because um, Callan had spoken to her about it a few times. And we went for afternoon tea, and we spoke about it over afternoon tea. And without me praising God like I did and showing her what God can really do, she wouldn't be getting baptized this no, morning. That's good. And there's nothing more you want from like you don't want to see anything more than seeing your best friend baptized. Mm. Like that's the best thing ever. She's walking with God. She's saved. And I'm just stuff. so happy about she's that. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to make me cry in a minute, yeah. but yeah. Survive so Week was really good,
1: yeah.
0: Good. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Nathan.
1: I feel really overprepared. I've got like, loads of notes and all sorts. Oh, just just speak like, from your heart. I'll skim through it. It won't be too long. Uh, so, I've got lots of notes on the words. Oh, higher, sorry. Um, the first one is T's word. I went chronologically. And uh, the first point that he made was seek first his kingdom. Yes. And I really believe that's what we did at Bible Week, yeah. majority of the time, if not all of the time. Um, and he said to do that, spend time with him, which is quite logical. But um, I'd like to extend that to spending time with each other mm. because we're in his kingdom and we're kingdom people. Right. So why wouldn't we spend time with each other? Mm. It's clear at Bible Week, because of the amount of time that we spend with each other, there's a massive power, and you can feel it, really, when you're just with other people who have got the same faith, Mm. and iron sharpens iron, and all that sort of stuff. And, (laughs) and, uh... (laughs) Thanks. You know that scripture.
0: Iron sharpens iron, and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh... (laughs) The kingdom is within you, is another one. That really struck me. I've heard it a lot, but um, I had a massive revelation of it at Bible Week. Because when the kingdom is in you, it means that nothing is impossible. Because God is in you, and you can bring the kingdom wherever you go. (laughs) That's an incredible thought. And it really does change everything. Everything about the world. Uh, Move in love. Let that be your motivation for everything. Yes. Another one that struck me. If you move in love, you can't really go wrong. Because God is love. So you're moving in God. <laughs> uh, that that'll be enough from tea. <laughs> uh, Ezekiel is the next. Um, there is nothing as powerful as the kingdom of God. That's a strong statement, but it's completely true. And we need to really uh, live that out and understand that fully, mm-hmm. which we, we probably can't, but we need to try. Uh, he read Psalm 149. The praises of God must be in their mouths. Yes. That, that bit, uh, well, it's a lot of what Hannah said. But um, again, that's going to affect everything because when you're constantly praising him, then that's what I was to do. Uh, always look for what is good. Praise yeah. what is good. Amen. That goes along with that point, which is why I said it. But um, when you're looking for good, then you will praise and you'll praise what is good and you'll see more of God Yes. because he created it all. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord in all circumstances. So not just the good, not just the bad, but in all circumstances. And I think that's definitely applicable right now to a lot of you. Um, and it's it's going to help you, and it's going to build you up. Uh, quick bits, Dave. Schutz on prophetic words. No word from God can ever fail. That's from Luke one. Yes. But That is, uh, if you've got a word from God, it won't fail. That's right. That's right. So, quick bit on uh, when you get prophetic words, because I found this really useful for me. Does it line up with Scripture? Is it Christ-centered? Does it leave you in peace? Then respond in faith. Good. Uh, uh, Richard Jones, never write off the small things God does in your life. Because I believe that every moment is incredibly important. So... That means that every little thing that God does is because he loves you more than you can ever imagine. And he's motivated by that love. Amen. I'll leave it there. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. Well done.
0: Good job. Well done, guys. Nathan totally skipped over all the points I made. He got got them all listed there. He He just missed them all out. All I want to do before we, before we finish this morning is um, I just wanted to just also mention some things from what was shared for this reason. It was very clear to me that as, as we devoted ourselves, as Duncan put it, to apostolic doctrine and the direction of the week that had come from Kerry in terms of our emphasis on kingdom advance, that God really owned His Word. And as we gave ourselves to um, some really key themes, God responded both in the Word and in the Spirit. Um, Ezekiel's, Ezekiel brought a message on, on the power of praise, and 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 I, I would just like to turn you there to Psalm 149. Because of what God has been emphasizing amongst us this morning, Psalm 149. And then I... Just before we finish, I want, I want to just share a number of things. I think the message that we heard, how it applies to us here. Okay? Psalm 149, verse 4. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the saints rejoice in this honor and sing for joy on their beds. May the praise of God be in their mouth. And a double-edged sword in their hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with fetters, their nobles with shackles of iron, to carry out the sentence written against them, this is the glory of all his saints, praise the Lord. Just a really simple point, the praise of God must be in our mouths and has great power, far more power than we realize, in defeating enemies. Yes. The praise of God in our mouths. I'll come back to that in just a moment. Brian Shutt brought a tremendous message on the power of the blood. And um, I, I'm not sure yet how these messages will be available, but you know in Revelation 12 it says they, they overcame by the power by the by the power of the blood and the word of their testimony. And Brian helped us just to see afresh what power the blood has to assure us of our right standing with God, to assure us of our identity, to assure us that we're forgiven. And uh, Brian used this phrase, our legal position, because that's how the work of Christ is often described biblically, in legal terms. We've been justified our legal position must become our living possession. I thought that was great. That needs a, that needs a lot of working out. How we live in possession of the, the legal truth that we've been made right with God through the blood of the Lamb. Um, you've heard from Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. You took most of my, took most of my points, Nathan. Wherever you've gone. And um, uh, we... we uh, the, the word in Luke 1, which says nothing is impossible with God, Dave Shutt gave us this, this version of this. No freshly spoken word of God is without ability. No freshly spoken word of God is without ability. God's word contains within itself the power to be fulfilled. The word of God is living and active, powerful to fulfill itself. There was an evening of, of prophetic ministry where there was an invitation for everybody who, uh, who felt they needed to hear the word of the Lord in terms of a prophetic word for themselves to receive one. It was a tremendous night, a long, a long night. And, um, and many people did receive a word that they can now wage war with. But I just want to say to everybody... If you receive something and you're not quite sure what to do with it, Nathan shared a few principles there. If it if it leaves you in peace, if it uh, what were the three principles? If it's scriptural, if Christ is central, if it leaves you with peace, then trust in it. But if you received something and are not sure how to handle that, or didn't, we want to make ourselves available, leaders in the church here, to bring you a word from the Lord. And so all I'd say is, just, just let us know sometime. Yeah. Let us know if you want to discuss what you received, because you're not sure how it works, or if you need to hear something. Yes. We, we believe God will speak clearly. Okay? Um, Erling 2 brought a prof- prophetic word. Erling from Norway works with Norolf and with Arna. That um, God was going to take us to new places, new villages, new towns, new yeah. cities... And there'd be new ways, again I'll come back into that, that groups will become knitted together because we're more powerful joined together, okay? Tuesday night there was healing, Uh, lots of healing and um, are we ready to go with some clips from the back? Thumbs up, that's great. Here are are just four testimonies that have been been, uh, put on film of some healings from that night.
3: Hi, my name's Amy and uh, I've had a reading problem for a few years now and I have a reading age of 12 and I found it really, really hard to read my Bible. I had to use the audio Bible and so many online resources but there was a word of knowledge brought that anyone with reading problems or dyslexia will be healed. And I got prayed for and by a guy who just got healed by dyslexia. I opened my Bible and the words look completely different. And it's just amazing. I just want to thank God for letting me read.
2: So now you can read completely normally?
3: Yeah, it's amazing. So I just Fantastic. looked at my Bible and like the words just look incredible. Fantastic. Thanks, Amy. No problems.
2: <laughs> this is Dennis Short from All Nations Church in Cardiff. And Dennis has got a great testimony to tell us about what Jesus has done for him. Den, tell us. Jesus
3: healed me at Bible Week. I could not move my neck to the left or to the right, but now I can go to the left, to the right, <laughs> without any pain. At all? At all. No pain at all. No pain at all. And how long did you have that pain for? About five weeks. Five weeks. So it must be very painful when you were driving. Right? Yes. So
2: now there's no comfort at all, discomfort at all? No, no discomfort now. And did anybody pray for you at that meeting? Yes, I was prayed for at the meeting. Yeah, good.
1: Would like to show us one more time then? To the left <laughs> and to the right.
3: Great. So now, Wonderful. You're, now you're safe to drive. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Amen, well. thank
2: you, Jesus. Thank you, Jack. So this is Dickesh. that's right? Yep. And where are you from, Dickesh? I'm from London, Wembley. London, Wembley. And we're sitting in a field in Newark, in the middle of England. That's right. Uh, with our borders 15. And you've had a good week? Yes, I have. Excellent week. And on Sunday night, what happened to you on Sunday night? I exited Jesus Christ, and I got baptized the same day. Wow. So you became a Christian on Sunday. That's five days, four days ago. Yeah. Wow. And what difference has it made? A big difference. Everything in one life pretty much seems to be changed. Everything has changed? Yeah. And you're looking forward to the rest of your life? Yes. Fantastic. Wow. Anything else you want to say to anybody who needs to accept Jesus? Don't wait. Just go for it. Don't wait. Just go for it. That's yep. fantastic. Thank you, Dickesh. Thanks Thank to see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: <laughs> Hi, I'm Mercy, and I couldn't smell for over two years, and people prayed for me, and Jesus healed me, and now I can smell again.
2: Wow. Fantastic. That's it? Yeah. Great. What's your favourite smell?
3: Probably flowers. I'm waiting to get a bunch of flowers delivered to my house so that I can smell flowers. Fantastic.
1: Again. <laughs> Thank you, Rosie.
0: <laughs> That's good. I think I'll just come to my seven points. I knew you'd like that. They're ever so short, don't worry. The first is this God is speaking. You know, last year our theme was Thy Kingdom Come. This year our theme in Bible Week was Kingdom Advance. And um, God's heart and passion for us now and always is we must have an emphasis on non stop, never ending, ever increasing Kingdom Advance. Everything we do and say and teach and live out and declare and proclaim uh, will aid us in kingdom advance. Come back to that in, in just a moment. Secondly, there's far more power in our praise than we will often or usually realize. Our vocal declaration of God's goodness is powerful works with a double-edged sword in inflicting damage on God's enemies. And therefore, it's time for the high praises of God to fill our mouths. For us to be here prepared and punctual on Sundays to praise the Lord. Okay? Prepared and punctual. Honoring the Lord with our timekeeping to be here and praise Him and say, Lord, you're worthy of all my praise. Amen. Amen. Amen? I also think it's time for some songs to be written. And I can only, I don't know, um, I don't know who could write a song in this room. But I think we need to write some great songs. I know there are lots brewing. Let's, let's believe God for a surge of new songs that will express the heart of this house, shall we? Amen? Does that sound good? Yes. Prophetic brother? Good. Thirdly, God wants everyone to have a personal and particular prophetic word in their lives. Now, we have God's word. All we need to sustain us. But God does want to speak into your life concerning you and his particular specific plans for you. So, as I said before, we just want to make ourselves available to you in that. Fourthly, God is taking us into new towns this year. New towns this year. And um, Kingdom Advance is is amongst us. It's part of our roots, our, our DNA. But it's time to break out into some new ground. Would you turn, please, to Matthew 9. New towns this year. These are some really familiar verses. They're up on our timeline, this, this reference. Matthew 9, 35. Let, this, let, this, um, let the burden of this text fill our hearts. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, I really see more clearly than ever that every, every sheep needs a shepherd. And every believer needs elders they can call upon if they're sick. If anyone is sick, call the elders. And it's God's heart and provision to give the multitudes shepherds and to give every believer elders who have faith to pray for them if they're sick. Amen. Amen. So we need to go into new towns. Yes. So get ready for the autumn. God wants to mobilize us afresh. Hallelujah. Oh, it's exciting. And um, take us into some new places. Fifthly, God does want to advance his kingdom by healing the sick. Amen. And he responds as we lay hands on people. Yes. As elders, as we believe his word, Bible says if anybody is sick, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm sick, but as Steve exhorted us last week, we don't own our condition. We call the elders, and we believe God together for a tremendous breakthrough. And then God sends his church into the world to lay hands on people. God wants to heal the sick And uh, we have word over this church that we will be a haven of health, and of course even this morning we're facing a situation where we have have many questions, but it doesn't stop us believing God's word and pressing on together for all the breakthroughs that we believe God wants to do amongst us. And I know Janet will be the first to say amen to that, amen amen to that, amen to that. We face this balance, folks, of a kingdom that is here, but some of it not yet. Powers, tasting powers of the age to come, but not always living in the goodness of all of them. Of Jesus being being uh, lifted up and being ruler over all, yet we don't always see that. And so we just live with this tension until increasingly... His kingdom is evidenced on earth just as it is in heaven. Sixthly, you can become a really big giver. Okay, Matthew ten. Last scripture we'll look at, Matthew ten, because my iPad says twelve eleven. Maybe this is a gift to me. Ah, perhaps that's what it is. Matthew ten. Verse 7 and 8. As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. I know... Most of us are very familiar with that verse, but I feel stirred afresh to know this. We have within this room a few hundred people who are a source of life and hope and health and healing and wholeness of joy, of peace, of all the things the Lord sung over us this morning. We, are, we have received those things freely, and it's not to keep to ourselves. Freely you've received, so now freely give. Amen. And I'm really excited when I think, as I often do during the week, of all our people, not here but out there, giving, 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 giving of all the things they've freely received. So I don't know what you might have thought of yourself before you came in here today, but if you are a born-again and spirit-filled believer, you are a source, you're a, you're a powerful, dangerous person to be around. A kingdom man, a kingdom woman, and our purpose is kingdom advance. So freely become a really big giver. A really big giver. This week, think, God, help me to give every day this week to give from some of the things I've received. And my last reflection on the week is that I'm so glad to be joined with Kerry and Brian and Norolf and Steve and Carol and and Hazel and Tuna and Sarah and Chandrakant and Neelam and the churches that we serve together. I'm so blessed. We are so blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Thanks for listening today. For more
0: information about Living Rock Church and for more great teaching, visit www.livingrockchurch.org.uk.